Hey everybody, it's the Charlie Kirk Show. We respond to some hit pieces that the RNC planted against this show and this program. And then Laura Trump, you're going to love this interview. Hopefully the new co-chair of the RNC. She's terrific. She joins the program. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Subscribe to our podcast. Uh, get involved with Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. Become a member at members.charliekirk.com. That is members.charliekirk.com. Uh, we provide exclusive content beyond the daily show, members.charliekirk.com. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show, a company that specializes in gold IRAs, and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Happy President's Day. As you know, over the last year, we have made it a focus of turning point action to try to fix the RNC. I remember back in December of 2022, minding my own business, I was somewhat interested in the RNC thing. It wasn't a top priority. I was, you know, looking at the results as they were coming in and was very underwhelmed. And I learned more and I learned more and met with Tyler and who's part of the RNC. And he said, this is, we got to make some changes here. I expected Rana to resign. In December of 2022, I expected Rana to resign and for a new election for RNC chair to occur. But it was the opposite. It was death gripping on power. It was Rana saying that we're going to stay. We've done a great job. Then I remember out of nowhere, she went on Brian Kilmeade's radio program and attacked me in Turning Point, really belittling us. It was very strange. It was unusual. Somebody obviously told her to do it. We responded on social media. It was a cheap shot. She delivered a cheap shot towards Turning Point. I was always very kind and very friendly with Rana. And the RNC then kept on planting stories against Turning Point. I said, wait, hold on a second here. We were just kind of minding our own business. And they were leaking stories about how we were to blame for the Cary Lake debacle in Arizona. No exaggeration. They were leaking stories for that. We'd never attacked her publicly. We were kind of minding our own business. We thought that the RNC was important, but it would kind of sort itself out. I don't know where she launches this salvo against us. I said, okay, hold on a second. So then we went to America Fest 2022 and took a poll. We took a poll amongst all of our attendees. Do you want Rana to remain at the RNC? And it was like 95% wanted Rana to resign. I said, wow, well, our audience, the grassroots want Rana out of the way. The RNC is not being run well. There's so much potential. We need a healthy and a robust RNC. So we got behind Harmeet Dillon. And we were warned by people, oh, Charlie, don't do this. You don't want to make an enemy out of the RNC. So that, you know what? We have to do what we have to do. Many other groups, they were very afraid. They stayed on the fringes. They stayed on the sidelines. They said, oh boy, we don't want to make an enemy out of Rana. We don't want to make an enemy out of the RNC. However, we decided to go for it. And we were unsuccessful in Dana Point, California. Rana won another term. The members of the RNC thought she was doing wonderful. 
They thought the fact that the RNC was not raising a lot of money. They thought that barely winning the House was terrific. But I certainly learned a lot. And we said, okay, maybe they're going to change their ways. Maybe they're going to rededicate themselves to the grassroots. Maybe they'll reach out to the dissident groups and build coalitions. We got a lot of things going on around here. It's not a sole focus. We have over 400 people on staff. We have 300,000 grassroots donors. We have thousands of chapters. We have Blexit, Turning Point Academy, TPUSA Faith coming up next week. Week from today, we have the largest pastor summit happening in the country. We got all of our campus tours. I got my speaking stuff, three hours of radio a day. We got a lot going on. The Turning Point Action Conference, America Fest, Young Women's Leadership Summit. We have a lot happening here. Long list of stuff because we're doers at Turning Point. But they didn't change their ways. Instead, they decided to continue in their pattern of DC-centric, smug, elitist, losing culture. We wanted the RNC to show that they had an intent to win. And so the fight continued. We started to ask questions in the spring of last year. What is the RNC doing? And they started to announce all these nauseating debates. And one day I'll be able to tell you the full backstory of what the RNC tried to do to me and actually this show. I won't, I'm not at liberty to share that story, but it was very nasty. We just kept our head down and we kept on working. The RNC was more focused throughout the months of the summer and the fall, planting stories against me, planting stories against this program to try to derail us than actually hiring ballot chasers, trying to defeat Joe Biden or trying to build a strong party because they they will not allow a rebellion because they're getting far too powerful, far too comfortable being at the top of the RNC. And still, we kept the pressure on. We had show after show where we asked questions and they got very unsettled. And then back in the fall, they launched another story where they circulated a hit piece from the Associated Press. And they came after us and we just kept on building and building and we kept on showing the world what the RNC was not doing. And then, of course, a couple of weeks ago, the RNC announced the worst fundraising totals in the last 30 years adjusted for inflation. And I want to make it very clear. It wasn't just the public attacks, which I'm going to get to in a second. We were hearing privately the head of the RNC, Rana, was bad-mouthing us, belittling our contribution, saying turning point's not that big, turning point's not important. Even though we have 400 full-time staff, I think the RNC has maybe 30 or 40, maybe. And they continued their assault against turning point, continued their character assassination campaign against me, trying to spread lies and falsehoods. Meanwhile, we are hiring hundreds of ballot chasers in battleground states. And I will ask again, how many ballot chasers is the RNC going to have on their payroll in mid-April? What have they done to secure our elections? The answer is next to nothing and nothing because the standard is so low for them. But we kept the pressure on and a big decision needed to be made. Met with Tyler back in December and the whole team, Turning Point Action team. And we said, hey, we need RNC regime change. The RNC is not raising money. The grassroots don't trust her. Big donors are increasingly not supporting her. I remember when we were at our Mar-a-Lago gala for Turning Point USA and Turning Point Action, one of our donors went up and gave a speech, and I didn't tell him to say this, but he said, stop giving money to Rana and the RNC, and 800 of our biggest donors stand up in applause. Of our biggest donors, I said, oh boy, this is a top-down, bottom-up squeeze of the RNC. They have lost trust across the board. Anybody with eyes to see and ears to hear can internalize that the RNC is not representing their voters with a mandate to win. So I remember we 
met with the team and we said, hey, where's this winter meeting coming up? And Tyler said, oh, nothing really is going to happen at this winter meeting. I said, that's not good enough. We came to the conclusion that we need to host an alternative RNC meeting. And I said, I joked around with the team. I said, and remember, you guys remember when we said this on our program? I said, they're going to send out a, an assassin against us. I said, they're going to plant stories. They're going to smear us because the RNC is far more focused on petty personal vendettas than they are actually trying to build a party to win. Instead of taking a message from Turning Point, wow, they're gaining a lot of attention, momentum. They're having a lot of success. They are going to try to destroy us. And we were ready for it. We braced for impact. And this last week, we saw it begin to manifest. None of this comes as a surprise to us, but I'm leading today with this program so you get a picture and a window into the RNC. Instead of trying to use every ounce of energy, every ounce of attention, every favor that you could possibly cash in to build a party to defeat the Democrats coming into November, while we are busy at Turning Point with so many projects I can't even see straight, the priority of the outgoing RNC chair, Rana, is to work with NBC News to try and attack Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA and Turning Point Action. Published yesterday, conservative activist Charlie Kirk helped oust Ronna McDaniel at the RNC. Now the knives are out for him. The amount of focus and energy that the RNC has dedicated to try to destroy me and Turning Point is remarkable. Instead of saying, boy, we're running out of time. We don't have early state infrastructure. We're not raising a lot of money. Instead of spending money trying to heal relationship with donors and pass off the RNC to the next inevitable chair. Now, we're going to get into this in a second. The article itself is comical. It switches back and forth between suggesting we're immensely powerful and that we're impotent and failing and that we're too radical to associate with. We'll talk about some of the contents of the article used unnamed sources throughout. But of course, it was Rana and her media henchmen that developed this and floated this. And we say, we're ready for it. We rise above it. They're very bothered and worried. Meanwhile, we have work to do. We have an election to win. But I'm going to kind of paint this picture more so you realize exactly how the RNC operates. It's not about winning elections. It's about settling political scores. Hi, I'm Adriana, a politics major at Hillsdale College. Here's Hillsdale President Dr. Larry Arn with a Constitution Minute. America's founders recognized an obvious fact of life. Human beings differ in terms of physical attributes and talents. Because of this, some people will be better at some things than they are at others. But they also recognized that the tall and the short among us, the swift and the slow among us, are still human beings if we are recognizable as human beings. And therefore, we are equal in terms of the rights that pertain to human beings, rights attached to human nature, rights that come from God. The Declaration of Independence names three of the big ones, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Exercising these rights is necessary if we are to be truly free. In our own time, many influential people believe that only government can decide what our rights should be. This is dangerous. Understanding our rights and how the Constitution protects them is vital to our freedom. To learn more and get a free pocket constitution, visit constitutionminute.com. So they run to NBC News to plant this article. Conservative activist Charlie Kirk oust 
Ronna McDaniel at the RNC. Now the knives are out for him. And then Real Clear Politics, a couple days before, wrote this basically the exact same article. This is how you know it's all planned. Two articles in two days. Listen to this. Sharp elbows, even sharper knives in Trump's inner sanctums. Really, guys? Two articles and they both have knives in the headline? Make, make it a little more clear that this is orchestrated. Real Clear Politics says, quote, Charlie Kirk is a MAGA juggernaut. I don't know what that means, but it sounds cool. Founded in 2012, Turning Point USA has turned into a quasi-party apparatus. And it says one of the main beneficiaries has been former President Trump. It's true. We've had his back at Turning Point Action and continue to. It goes on to basically say in both articles that Rana and the RNC thinks that Charlie Kirk and this program should not be taken seriously because of, first, what we said in regards to diversity, equity, and inclusion. We talked about how we want to build a society based on merit, not on race. The RNC finds that very troubling. They think that, I guess, race-based hiring is a good thing. Is that the position of Ron on the RNC? It remains to be seen. They also didn't like the very thoughtful intellectual segment we did with Vince Everett Ellison about MLK. Went through the history. It was MLK Day. We didn't make it a whole week thing. We said, here's one thing, and that's it. And it turned into this massive thing because you can't possibly talk about the his, the history around someone who has a higher approval rating than Jesus. One of the main reasons why the RNC is leaking these stories, and I just want to reiterate this, we're in the midst of an election, and they're focused about using their energy to leak stories against conservatives that are actually doing work. Now, don't take my words for it. I can go in great length and show you all the success that Turning Point has, all the measurable wins, or I can show you this clip from our Restoring National Confidence Summit on how they are bragging about how Turning Point action is moving the dial, is helping the grassroots. Listen to the grassroots talk about the importance of Turning Point action. The RNC would never actually acknowledge it. They wouldn't say good things about it. Ron is too busy cooking up these hit pieces. Again, we were just moving on. We were, I mean, the last couple of weeks, the RNC has been far. We said, oh, okay, you know, Trump has endorsed the new slate. Great, we'll keep an eye on it. Sounds good. Move to the next project. For them, this is all they have. Play cut 13. I'm here because I've been to an RNC training. It is nothing like what they did at Turning Point. They're giving us actionable things to actually do and win, which the RNC is not interested in doing for some reason. I am the chairman of the Forsyth County, Georgia Republican Party, and I am here because we have been lacking on tools and support from the RNC from a national level down to the county level. We have people that are ready to get involved. They want to go to work. They just need to know what to do. And so this has been a great opportunity opportunity for us to network with people and learn and, and just really fill up our toolbox with things we can take back home and get out the vote. My name is Will Donahue. I'm the president of the National College Republicans, and we're here to support Turning Point and their ballot chasing initiative. We've got students all over the country. We were just in Iowa. We were just in New Hampshire. And we're here to help support Turning Point Action, help win the next election. Thank you to Turning Point. I've learned more in one day than I have in two years. What, as what, what, okay, what are, the, what, what are two or three things you learned that you, you oh uh, my didn't gosh. know before? So, so they have the Turning Point data people have dug down to precinct level, six precincts of mine that had target voters that were likely voters in 2016, 2020 that did not vote, and they're Republicans, down to 25,000 voters. I can hit those six precincts now with my walk list. I've never gotten that 
dug down from the RPOF or the RNC. Turning Point has done it. I'm taking it home to my people, my precinct captains, and going out and doing this now. 25,000 votes. That's amazing. It's huge. 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 So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Charlie Kirk. Thank you, Steve, for everything you do. That's it. That's the whole ballgame. That's why they deploy NBC and Real Career Politics. By the way, I'm open. Does anyone have a video of people celebrating the RNC? By the way, that's a short video. I could go. We could show an hour long of students, of pastors thanking all the work that Turning Point's doing. Again, it's not a, it's not about me. It's about our staff. It's about our donors, about our activists. We have an incredible army that has really been built this movement. And the RNC attacking our movement, it's really repulsive, honestly. Instead of acknowledging like, wow, they have something really big going on and something really exciting, goes to show you why things are not going the way they are. Charlie, why are elections not going our way? Because your party apparatus is more focused on knifing turning point, knifing Charlie Kirk than saying, Thank you guys for doing some work. What can we learn from you? Maybe we should be partners. Thankfully, the RNC regime is changing. One of the reasons why we're being attacked. As we've all seen over the past few years, the amount of heavy metals, microplastics, and other toxins we are all exposed to has only increased. These are important world issues we must continue to discuss. And since you know that I take my health seriously, I only stand by the best. One company that is aware of these global challenges and that I proudly support is Ascent Nutrition, which has unique health products meant for these times. One I've been using is their pine pollen tincture, which contains 200 nutrients and important components like glutathione and DHEA. Glutathione is known for healthy detoxification and immune support, while DHEA is known as the happiness hormone and supports mood and brain health. Pine pollen is also nature's highest source of special phytohormones, which support hormone function, libido, and adrenal health. I love it because you could truly feel the benefits, and since I am now telling everyone about it, they expect to sell out fast. Before they sell out, click the link in the description below and use the code KIRK to save 10% on your pine pollen tincture and all other products. Joining us now is someone I've known for quite a while, and I am thrilled that she is now a candidate for co-chair of the RNC, Laura Trump. Laura, welcome to the program. Congratulations. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I know I, I've, I've had people say, I don't know if I should say congratulations or I'm sorry, because it seems like there's a lot of work to do. But that's exactly why we have no time to waste, uh, Charlie. So I'm honored to, to even be considered. This is uh, something I think that is very needed. We need to make some big moves and we've got a big election. We've got to win on November 5th. Well, I just think it's excellent. You've been in such a great job for years and one of the most articulate uh, voices for uh, Donald Trump and the MAGA movement. And this is just a great, a great role. And it's no mystery that I have been uh, calling for a better RNC. And so, Laura, we're running out of time and we need to defeat the Democrats. What are going to be some of your ideas, some of the energy that you're going to be bringing uh, to the table if you are um, selected as uh, co-chair, which it looks like you will be. So what, what, what are you going to be bringing? To, what ideas, energy you bring to the table? Well, look, I think we've got to have the energy. First of all, you, you can't win a presidential election, of course, without the help of the RNC. There are fundraising goals that obviously we need to meet. We see that the Democrats basically have a war chest. I mean, they're they're running basically a corpse in Joe Biden. And that should be an easy lift for us, right? You look at Joe Biden, this guy can barely string a sentence together, Charlie, but he's got the machine behind him. He's got the mainstream media. He's got the Democrat machine behind him. He's got a lot of money behind him. So we've got to start raising some money 
on the Republican side of the aisle. And I think the truth is, whenever you look at the RNC as a whole, there are a lot of people out there who say, hey, I I don't know if I want to give my money to this entity because I don't really know if it's going to the causes that I care about. I don't know if it's going to support the candidates that I care about. Obviously, for me, that is goal number one. We need to ensure that every single penny that we raise at the RNC, if I am elected co-chair, is going to ensuring Donald Trump becomes the 47th president, ensuring we expand our lead in the House, ensuring we take back the Senate with America first candidates. It is, it's crucial, it's vital, but we don't get there without a secure and a fair and a free election. And I think that one of the things that has been lacking whenever you look at us on the conservative side of the aisle is we've kind of had this notion that, yeah, it would be great if we had one day of voting and we all went and voted on the election day and there were paper ballots and it was all, you know, sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. It's not like that. We obviously know there's early voting in so many states across this country. We know how the Democrats have been ballot harvesting for years, some places legal, some places maybe not so legal. But these are the games and the ways that we have to start focusing and playing ourselves if we actually want a chance to win. We need to have a an incredible ballot harvesting operation everywhere we legally can in this country. I'm sure some of the the folks tuning in right now know of Scott Pressler. This is a guy who has been incredible in voter registration. He's someone I would like to see head up a ballot harvesting operation, again, everywhere it's legal in America, for the RNC because we've got no time to waste. We need to ensure that people are actually going out and voting in early voting and then taking people, Charlie, with them days you know, to come and all the way up until election day to get in and vote. We need to bank these votes and have so many as we go in to November 5th on election day that nothing is left to chance, that we are not playing catch up with the Democrats. These are some things that I think are, are kind of obvious when people look at it, but have never fully been implemented at the RNC. So those are things that I certainly would be focused on as we head towards election day. And I got to tell you, it's a much must win election. We can leave this one uh, to to no kind of chance. We've got to win. And so um, we're going to hit the ground running. Excellent, Laura. That, that's that's exactly what the grassroots want to hear. And, you know, we've been saying, hey, let's get Scott Pressler more in the mix here. This guy is a one man. Yeah. Get out the vote machine. Right. And, you know, we need to involve all sorts of outside partners and Scott Pressler and new energy and enthusiasm. So I feel silly asking you this question, but it needs to be asked, Laura, because <laughs> some people say, how do I know the RNC is going to want Trump to win? Well, you're in the family. So I think that's actually, and that's a real question. And <laughs> so I, I don't even know how yeah. you answer it, but you got skin in the game, Laura. Oh, well, I, I sure do. Listen, I, I think people kind of, they probably harken back to maybe, I don't know, 2015 era where it, it was very questionable. What did the RNC want? I think you can make an argument there. They did not want Donald Trump to win that election, or at least they gave him no shot initially. I think a lot of people were in the Jeb camp at that point. And then obviously the people of this country spoke up very loudly and they said, we want Donald Trump. Here's what I can tell you. If I am a part of the Republican National Committee, you better believe that our sole focus and our goal will be to ensure Donald J. Trump becomes the 47th president of the United States. 
I mean, it's kind of crazy, Charlie. We look at a man like Donald Trump. We know how much better off his life would actually be if he decided, you know what? I'm not going to give this thing another go. They're trying to to ruin my life. They're trying to ruin my livelihood, the company that I spent my entire life building. They're trying to destroy my family. Any collateral damage of anyone who's ever known me or supported me is great for the Democrats. That's what they want to see happen. But I think he understands he is the only person who can ultimately go in and do the job we need to save this country, to give this country back to the people. That's what he ultimately wants to do. I can tell you all of us in the family are 100% in this game beside him, fighting the good fight, and we will be there every step of the way. And I can guarantee you that come November 5th, there will be no stone unturned. There will be nothing left uh, that we can give. We're going to give it all because we got to win this election. No, And, that, and I just want to elaborate, you know, the the family, Laura, your husband, Eric, Don Jr., have you guys have been through the ringer consistently. And so the skin in the game here is, you know, so important as we're trying to continue to cheer on the RNC and to support and encourage the RNC to become the best possible version of itself. And mission critical, you know, the House is great. The Senate is great. We have to win the White House. I mean, if we don't win the White House, look at what ends up happening. And the Democrats, they're sitting on piles of cash. Laura, I think you're going to be a secret weapon when it comes to raising money, both in the grassroots and also with big donors. And I think a lot of people are going to be coming out of the sidelines, off the sidelines, and will be excited to kind of see this optimistic vision. We'll see this, hey, we're going to put this all together. We're going to win. Just a couple days ago, though, Laura, I want you to speak uh, just to kind of the attitude and the sentiment. Donald Trump had this ridiculous order uh, against the Trump Organization, $400 million fine. How's the family taking this? Um, I mean, I would imagine the posture is we have to fight and this is why we must win. Well, this is that that's exactly right, Charlie. This stuff is is it is so outrageous and it is so egregious to see what's going on. Um, you know, it is it's it, the antithesis of everything that we should see here in the United States of America. Lady Justice is supposed to be blind, but you take a look at this ruling in in New York, uh, you know, in a state and in a city, quite frankly, that is just going straight down the tubes. These people are more concerned with a political vendetta against Donald Trump than they actually are about cleaning up the streets of New York, protecting the citizens of New York State and New York City. It is it's preposterous to see it happen. And, you know, it, like I was just saying, it would have been easy for Donald Trump to say, I'm not going to run this time around because I know they're going to go after me. Let's be frank. If Donald Trump were not the leading candidate for the Republican nomination, there's no doubt none of these things would be going on with him. They would never have put this forward. This was just an egregious uh, charge against him. There were no damages. There was no bank that lost a single penny. They made hundreds of millions of dollars. They did their own due diligence whenever they gave him these loans. And everybody knew it. Judge Ngoron knew it. Letitia James, the attorney general of the state of New York, who ran a campaign on taking down one man, his company and his family. Forget about the New York citizens. Uh, They know it, too. But this is why this fight is so important as we head towards November 5th, because if we allow these things to happen in the United States of America, Charlie, we're no better off than a communist country. These are the kind of tactics that they used in the communist USSR against their political opponents. We see them here in America. It's why we're in this fight. And honestly, I think it's why so many people 
even though they might not like Donald Trump's personality, see a ruling like this and they say, you know what? I don't really like the guy, but we can't stand for this. This is also why we have to win this fight on November 5th, because if the Democrats get away with it right now, we will not have the same country now on you're, the other you're, side. You're speaking my language here, Laura, and I'm, this is why I'm just, you know, standing ovation. It's funny, you know, some reporter like six weeks ago, because it's no mystery, I've wanted, you know, RNC change. They said, well, who'd you have? I said, you know, it would be great. Laura Trump would be great. And I, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I, I, I had no you. idea. And it's all of a sudden, you know, poof, it just happens. It's, you know, sometimes you make a wish and it happens. I, I know you got a dash here, Laura, in just a second, but, um, in closing your, your message to the grassroots coming out of the gate, the, a lot of the grassroots, I'll just be very honest with you, Laura, they don't feel respected by the RNC. They just feel as if they've been ignored. You kind of what's your what's your uh, message to the precinct committeemen, the state party chairs, the people who really make this party work, the great MAGA patriots? What, what is what is your closing message to them? Well, I can tell you a person who not only respects you, but is fighting for you. And it's Donald J. Trump and every single member of our family will stand alongside him and stand alongside you in this fight because it is it's a must win. It's it's not just about this election. This is about the future of our country. I have young children. Charlie, I know you uh, you know, are, are very focused on the future of this country and the youth in this country. We need to save and salvage America for them. It is for the future of America. And so, look, my goals, uh, if I am chosen to be a part of the RNC, are that we are a seamless combination of the Republican National Committee and the Trump campaign one in the same, because that's what it's going to take for us to win this upcoming election. Um, and I just want to say thank you to everybody. I know that this is this is a fight that you are in as well. I know that people uh, are donating their their time. If you want to volunteer, DonaldJTrump.com, you can sign up to volunteer. We need poll watchers all around this country come November 5th and, and before that. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for your prayers, because we do feel them in the Trump family. And I think my message would just be, let's focus on the next 10 months. Let's keep our head down. Let's keep our nose to the grindstone. Let's leave nothing to chance and let's go win this thing big on November 5th. Amazing. Isn't that better, everybody? It gives me hope and energy and spirit. 100% behind you, Laura. Always have been. Any way we can help. We need a strong RNC. We need a powerful RNC. I think you're going to be a Amen. huge, huge part of that. Laura, great work. We have your back. Thank you. Thanks, Charlie. Hey, everybody. Charlie Kirk here. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code Kirk and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. The 100% made in USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-875-0425. Use promo code Kirk and get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-875-0425 or go to MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. That is MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. I think so highly of Mike Lindell. He's a great patriot. He's a terrific person. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code Kirk. I have to finish this because it's important because it's kind of a segue. Some of you might say, but the RNC is broken beyond repair. That's not true. There's already staff resignations happening, personnel changes, and there'll be more coming. Chris Lasavita is going over there. He's excellent. He's a military guy. 
from straight from the Trump campaign. And was Laura Trump, she was just 10 out of 10 right there. She was isolating all the important parts of what needs to be fixed. And understand this. You might say, but we can win without the RNC. No, 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 no. You don't understand how the configuration of finance law works. Here is how finance law works. You have a presidential campaign that operates in a primary capacity. And then at some point there is a merge and the merge traditionally happens at the convention. What the merge allows is for donors to give more than the $2,800 that they can traditionally give to a presidential campaign. They can give like $880,000 a year then to the RNC. And the RNC is legally, thanks to the Federal Election Commission law, allowed to effectively become one with the campaign. Turning Point Action can't do that. Other super PACs can't do that. Carl Rove's group can't do that. Only the RNC can legally merge with the campaign. It is unique. It is a carve out. The law is written that way. No matter how successful Turning Point Action gets, no matter how much we get, we will never be able to merge with the campaign. We'll be out doing our thing. We're going to be helping the effort, but we will always be considered by law an outside group. Now, I hope it begins to make sense why we focused so much on leadership change at the RNC. And I got to be honest, when I was seeing Laura Trump, I was like, you know what? All of that effort was worth it. And I'm not taking credit for anything. I'm not. This was you guys. It was Donald Trump eventually who just you know, said, hey, we have to make a change. But just from a tone standpoint and a forward-facing standpoint and saying we have to do better. And I got to be honest, when somebody has skin in the game, you act differently. When someone's family is facing the business confiscation, when her father-in-law is facing 700 years in federal prison, that means Laura Trump is going to get on that extra flight. She'll make that extra call even when she's tired. Her whole family could end up in jail the way that they're talking. So wouldn't it be rational to have a co-chair that is as invested as the candidate? Contrast that with just a random co-chair from another state. Might be a nice person, but they don't have the skin in the game that Laura Trump has. So Laura Trump will then in a meeting, a conference call where they're planning stuff and it doesn't sound like they're doing the right thing, she'll call BS on it because she has skin in the game. Can't I can't emphasize how critical that is. Not to mention the focus on the grassroots. And I mean, we've had Laura speak at our events, no exaggeration for the last seven years. She fills out auditoriums. She's been so gracious. She's been so great. She spoke at our Young Women's Leadership Summit. She has spoke at our Turning Point USA events. She's, she's amazing. When I, when I, I, I floated out her name and again, I'm not taking credit for it. I'm not, I just, it's just dumb luck. I floated out her name to a reporter. Don't talk to anybody. And then boom, all of a sudden it boomerangs back that she's going to become co-chair. It's like, that's pretty awesome. 10 out of 10. I love it. Full support. We need a strong RNC. I want to show uh, 23 really quick. A majority of you say that you will begin financially uh, give to the RNC again with new leadership. And boy, listening to her talk, some of you are saying, Charlie, how can I donate? How can I support that? That is confirmation of why we did what we tried to do or why we participated in what we did. That is from AmFest, by the way. We said that once the regime changes the RNC, you'll see an infusion of grassroots support. We're starting to see evidence of that already. Laura Trump is new energy, new spirit, and new optimism that we need to win in November. I love it.
Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.